do you still feel like you have a fire for God? This is probably the toughest question ever because I ask myself this every single day. Okay, let's begin with a bang. Hi, I am Karen with two R's and you are now watching Welcome to the Kingdom. <laughs> Hi, I missed you guys. Okay, so here is the tea of what's going on right now. What is going on right now is that I'm back on the podcast and I'm also doing YouTube at the same time. So I figured, why don't I make the podcast like the on the channel? You know what I mean? It worked out perfectly. I'm doing 22 videos this week. No, 22 videos this month. And I took a break from the podcast for a while. So I just had the brilliant idea to start filming the podcast. I've had that idea for a while. It's not that I didn't want to. The reason I stopped filming the podcast in the first place, or the reason why I stopped recording the f podcast in the first place was because the last episode of the podcast, I was like, it was during finals week of college. Your girl was trying to graduate. It was, I was up to my neck in things I needed to do. And it was just a little bit too much. And then I was going through like transition. I didn't know when I was going to start the podcast up again. And I knew that when I started again, I wanted it to be visually recorded as well. So what I had in mind was like, okay, I'm going to start the podcast when I have a new apartment and then I'll have a little studio section in my new apartment and I'm going to have a welcome to the kingdom sign in the back. And that's when I'm going to start the podcast again. I don't know if I should call it season three. I think I should call it season three. I don't know. Like podcasts are weird because you can start and set your own season. So like I could make season two this long. Or I can make season, I can just say this is season three. Is this season three? Maybe this is season three. I don't know. But it hasn't been a year. You know what I mean? I think podcasts, like, they do, each year is a season. So maybe I'm going to do that. I don't know yet. Do you guys think this should be season two still or season three? Let me know. I do feel like I'm in a new season of my life, though. So that is crazy. Um... But I figured that since I was going to film a Debt to Self one year back anyway, I would turn it into a podcast. And if I sit here and wait for me to have an apartment and have this perfect studio set up and everything, I'm just, it's not, not that it's not going to happen. It would just be too long. And sometimes we want everything to be perfect before we start something. And I want to break that spirit off of you right now. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> stop it. Seriously. Like, stop it. Stop it. Stop doing that. You don't have to have everything perfect before you start something. Just start it. You know? I got this nice background set up. This is a perfect podcast set up. Like, I just love it. I don't know what I'm going to do if I have a guest on here, though. But that is not something I need to worry about right now. You know? Just do it if you have the resources. Just do it. So, all my podcast listeners, I love you guys. I miss you guys so, so much. And if you're watching from the channel, hi, welcome. If you just want to watch it, like, while you're riding in a car or something, um, I'm going to have a link to the podcast down below. If you didn't know I have a podcast also and you're on the channel, hi, I have a podcast and I'm going to start recording them and posting them on the main channel as well now. So you can, you guys are going to have both. And it's going to be fun. I'm experimenting with this. So we'll see how it goes. But I, I feel good about this. I feel good about this. I do. So let's get into the meat of what this episode is about. <laughs> A year ago, around this time, I decided to give my life to God. It had been a long time coming. I knew it was going to happen at some point. Don't ask me how I know. I just knew that at some point I'm going to have to take this God thing seriously. And if you are at a point in your life right now where you're just like whatever about God, 
you're making some mistakes right now. I'm telling you that right now. You need to go all in. I just knew I was going to go all in. I knew I wanted to go all in. I just didn't know when it was going to happen, you know? And this was after, like, maybe a month prior to this, school was out. So I was just waking up every day, taking Instagram pictures, like, posting them, you know, putting fits together, trying to sexualize. Like, I was sexualizing. That was the most had ever sexualized myself, I feel like. I feel like I was trying to give up, like, this, like, sexy bad image i had been hitting the gym a lot so my butt was starting to come in i think that's probably what led to all of the sexualization i feel like and i was just doing crazy things i don't even know it's not so crazy when i think about it but like thinking about me now like i would never do that you know what i mean so it was a little weird for me i was posting constantly it was the most likes i was ever getting um I feel like I was look I thought I like looked so good like this is the best I'm so hot and such a badass and like putting middle finger all the time and swearing all the time and like just doing everything <laughs> that I thought looked cool and I thought was cool till I had to face myself one time and like I can't I don't know I think I had posted a picture it got the likes I was looking for, but then, like, something felt missing. I just felt like, okay, what next? Like, I'm just going to get up and do this again. All of a sudden, it didn't feel fun anymore. I posted a picture, and I felt crazy. That night, I felt like nothing was meaningful. Nothing mad. Like, everything was stupid. I felt so ugly even though I was getting so hyped up on Instagram felt so ugly like no matter how many times I was posing in the camera trying to make my like trying to you know look cool and stuff I just there's I just can't explain it that was the worst I had ever felt I felt super ugly insecure annoying nobody likes me I suck everything I'm doing sucks uh like <laughs> everything all the bad things all the negative thoughts in my head and at the same time I was trying so hard I think I was trying to like fill this void with like having so many crushes trying to talk to people and then when that didn't work it just left me feeling like just depleted and like just nothing was right nothing felt right and that was the day before just everything in that from that day on that day was just negative like a dark cloud and then I went to bed and it took me a while to go to bed because I was up all night like just thinking and like having negative salt talk and then yeah I felt the wake up and when I woke up it was like it wasn't even like I heard a voice that said delete social media and stuff it was like I woke up and I just knew that was what I needed to do. I woke up and I knew, oh, God is the thing I've been missing this whole time. And it's not like I didn't have God in my life before I did. I talked about God all the time on this channel, but wasn't ever serious about it. I would mention it here and there, like, you know, praise God. I went to church all the time. I grew up in church. I grew up, like, leading Bible study for my cousins, you know. I was doing all of that. But I was also, I wasn't aligned, you know. I had these practices and these habits of going to church and all of this. But I wasn't walking fully in hand-in-hand hand with God, you know. So when I woke up that night, I just knew, like, it just was a knowing and that's the knowing is what I call the light. The knowing that you're missing something and that you're walking in darkness and suddenly the curtains are open and you see light coming in. And you're like, oh, that's what's missing. That's the light. So I found the light a year ago today. <laughs> Not today, but a year ago around this time. And... 
in pursuit of the lights, in pursuit of God, I deleted social media. I threw away all my weed, <laughs> all my dab pens, all my jewels. Um, I basically just stopped everything that I like was pleasurable to me. And I said, I'm going to go off the grid for a month and just focus on God. And that was, I want to say that was the best decision I ever made. But it was not my decision. I did not make that decision for myself. And that's like, when people say you're called, I think I understand that now. Like, you're chosen. It was like, God God was like, okay, you, I'm going to show myself to. And everyone's chosen. You just have to accept the calling that he's placed on you. If you don't accept it and you have knowledge of God and you're just there and you don't accept the call, he's like ringing all the time. He's ringing. He's like, and you just decline, 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 decline. Answer the call. Like, literally just pick up and be, and say, okay, God, I'll walk hand in hand with you. And watch your life change. I promise you. Oh, my goodness. Watch your life change. It is insanity. I cannot explain it. I tried my best to, okay? So, the next day, I called my friend who's very, who's had been walking in the light for a long time. And I told him about this. I said, I think I'm going to take God seriously. I think I want to go full in. I do not want a single ounce of me to be of the world. I do not want to look like anybody of the world. I don't want to sound like people of the world. I don't want to think like people of the world, people who are living in darkness. I want to be a child of God, genuinely. I want to be a child of God. I want somebody to see me and say, okay, her, like she's different. And he said, okay, but you should post it on YouTube and show other people this journey. And I was like, oh, but I'm not trying to do social media. I said I wasn't going to do social media. He said, you don't have to do social media. Just record and post and don't look at anything. So that's what I did. I recorded and posted it and I didn't do anything. And I called it Death to Self. Death to Self, the vlog series. And it was a hit. It was a hit. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, But you guys really enjoyed it. I had so many people messaging me like, how it went for them. And as much as that summer changed my life, I feel like those videos helped a lot of you guys too. So thank you if you watched them. And it has been insane. Um, I knew I wanted to do a recap of the past year, but I didn't know what to even talk about because so much of my life has changed. Um, so I guess I'm just going to, I'm just, I, I'm going to do my best to tell you, um, the before and after. Okay. So before that to self, I was very insecure. I was very attention seeking. I was very nice, very, very nice, very friendly, very hardworking. I don't want to bash my old self too much. She was a cool girl. She was. But she was blind, you know? I realized after that to self that everything I had been wanting in life, <laughs> like God gave it to me with just choosing to answer the call, choosing to be like, yes, I'll walk hand in hand with you. Every change that I was trying to make in my life on my own happened simultaneously without even my help. For example, I wanted to be the girl that was barely seen, you know. You don't really see her in the mix too much, especially when I was in college. I wanted to be out of the mix. I wanted to be like the girl who, you know, you see once in a while, you're wondering like, oh, you know. And also because of my channel, a lot of people knew me from YouTube. So I wanted to be a little bit more discreet so like I wasn't everywhere. But because I loved partying so much, I mean, I didn't love it that much, but I just 
couldn't fathom not going to a party when there's a party like why wouldn't I go it's a party and I get to drink and smoke and dance like duh I'm gonna go because I couldn't fathom a world without partying I was always in the mix (laughs) I was always everywhere you would see me everywhere all the time post that to self you don't see me at a single party this is the discreet life I've been wanting wow praise God hallelujah (laughs) for real though you don't see me anywhere at all because I don't want to be anywhere at all um pre-death to self I was seeking earnestly like really truly trying to find like my soulmate I'm like I need to find my soulmate but he needs to dress well. He needs to be dripped out. He needs to love God. He needs to be a Christian. I didn't even say love God. He needs to be a Christian. Because at that point, I didn't I didn't understand that there was a type of thing as Christian and, like, following God, you know? I thought I was a Christian. I was doing everything else everybody else was doing. But I went to church every Sunday, and I did. I read the plans on the Bible up. <laughs> Bible up. <laughs> I read the plans on the Bible app like, you know, once a week or something. Like, I'm a Christian. Duh. So I wanted a Christian guy that I could go to uh, an Uzi concert with. Just my kind of Christian. <laughs> oh, poor girl. I realized the only person that I was supposed... The only main... The main characteristics of someone that I should be looking to spend the rest of my life with is um, someone who's actively pursuing Jesus. Like, actively. Not just, I'm a Christian and I go to church. Like, are you actively trying to pursue Jesus or are you one foot in, one foot out? As soon as I made that, like, my top priority of looking for somebody, I just look at them and I see their actions and how they talk and what they listen to and what comes out of their mouth and everything, I know if they're actively pursuing Jesus or not. And that made the dating pool so much clearer because it was like, oh, 90% of these men are not for me anyway. Okay, bye. Either way, your spouse should be actively pursuing Jesus as much as you are, if not more than you are, you know? Sometimes you maybe you can be a little bit more and but you have to know that there's a desire on their end to want to be full in with Christ and that's just that's just that's uh standard number 1 one standard just actively pursuing Jesus after you have that checked off then i can assess whatever else like are we compatible what do you do for a living like where do you want your life to go like Do you want to go into missionary? I don't want to go into missionary. Then we're not compatible. Missionary. Oh, my gosh. I said missionary. (laughs) Wait, is that a thing? Like, that's missions. Like, what do you call people who go on, like, mission trips? Missionaries. Yeah. Sorry. That's a selfie, guys. I'm trying to kill it. I'm sorry. I'm trying to kill it. Um, (laughs) okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) when God has more for you, like, unless you accept to be hand in hand with him, you're not going to get the best God wants for you. This is the way I start to think about it. If God made me and he made me in his image, he made me for a reason. Only he knows the reason he made me. So why wouldn't I consult him every single second of my life so that I can know what on earth I'm doing here, you know? I can't just walk around on earth not knowing anything because the person who has all the answers as to why I'm here and what I'm supposed to be doing and who I'm supposed to be talking to and where I'm supposed to be going and who I'm supposed to me like the person up there god who is moving all these puzzles together to craft the perfect life he has for me i don't even want to partner with him so if i'm not partnering partnering with him 
how am I going to be living the best life that I've been put on this earth to live? You know, so I was like, okay, I need to be hand in hand with you at all times because that is the only way I'm going to know why I'm here and what I'm supposed to be doing here. And you, if you made me, then you want good things for me. You want, you know what's best for me. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what's best for me. So I would want to be with you at all times so that I am doing the best for me that there is. That was my thought process. So how do I walk hand in hand with God all the time? See, God is holy. I am not. So when I accept Jesus into my life and I say that I am, you know, a child of God and I'm going to follow God, like follow his steps. What are his steps? The Bible, it says in the Bible, his word is a light unto my feet and a lamp. A light, a lamp unto my feet. A light unto my feet. And a lamp unto my path. A light, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so his word, the Bible, is guiding me everywhere. Um, and when you're reading the Bible, you're absorbing all his his word. You are also absorbing or no, the Holy Spirit is living in you and the the amount of the spirits that you can access coincides with how righteous you are trying to live. I'm trying not to say anything wrong here, but I am also a human being. So maybe I will make a mistake. And if I do, correct me. But, like, I'm, I don't want to lose anybody. I hope I'm making sense. Like, the amount of God that I experience, the amount of his voice that I hear, and the the amount of, like, nudging from the spirit that I get is directly related to how often I'm listening to his voice, how often I'm reading his word, right? So if you're not reading the Bible, you're not listening to worship, you're not listening to sermons, you're not going to church, all you're hearing is everything else in the world. How are you going to hear God's voice? You don't even know what he sounds like. You know? You don't know when he's nudging you to do something because you don't know him. You're not in, in relationship with him. To be in a relationship with someone, you have to be talking to them constantly. You can't. I can't just ignore my boyfriend and then like come back and be like, hey, babe. He's going to be like, where did you go? <laughs> but that's because he's human. God doesn't say, where did you go? God says, hi, welcome back. And then we leave again. And then we leave again. And then we leave again. And the more we keep going, the harder it is to come back. So every time we walk away, we go just a little bit further, then a little bit further, and then a little bit further. till we hit our breaking point. And then there's nowhere else but to reroute to the person who made us. It's beautiful, honestly, like the way God loves us so much. That he's just right there. He's right there. There's a thing that I saw that says, like, let's say this microphone is God and this is me. Um, we're walking, walking, walking. Sorry if you're listening to the podcast, you're not going to be seeing this visual. But you're walking, 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 walking. And you think, you think, you're running from God. You don't see him. This is, your back is towards him. And then you think, oh, I'm so far from God. Like, I can't even go back. It's hard to go back. No, he was behind you the whole time. You just have to flip around and listen and see that he's right here. <laughs> okay, that didn't go as smoothly as I planned. But, yes, um, where was I? Yeah, I just knew that to be able to do what I'm on earth for and to be able to access the absolute best life for me i have to be under the wing and in partnership with the person who created me and has the absolute best plans for me so i hear what he wants to tell me all the time and i listen and i follow and i have the best life possible okay before that to self i had a sickle cell crisis like maybe once every three months I would have a crisis. 
I have not had a crisis for the past two years. And that was even bef- like that was even before that to solve, but a little bit before that to solve, I was kind of already having you know, I was getting closer to God, closer to God. I think the thing about God is he's going to be nugged, like just kind of <laughs> nudging you little by little, drawing you near till one point. You're just like, OK, I surrender. I'm fully in. So there was a point in my life where I was, you know, trying to follow God. But the world was a little bit too fun for me to completely give up. So I was praying and stuff and God answers prayers all the time. So. He's good. He's good. Two years ago, July 5th, I had a sickle cell crisis. After that, I said, okay, God, I am not having one more sickle cell crisis ever again. I am done with this. I hate it. You did not bring me on this earth to suffer. And I have not had a crisis in two years. Anytime I feel one coming on, I'm just like, no, God. I said, I'm not having a sickle cell crisis ever again. And then it stops. And that's also the thing about being made in God's image is that He we have his spirit in us. We can perform miracles. We can heal. We can, you know, speak life into things. We have that power because he lives in us. It's like a little muscle DNA that you have to train every day. And it gets stronger and stronger the more you are in commune with him. Um, Yeah. Overall, I think a lot of people close to me have seen the change. Even people, you guys, you guys are close to me. You've seen the change because you watch my videos and you see what I'm doing every single day. And how I'm talking and, you know, everything, 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 everything. You're seeing it all. So, there's a lot of people that have said that they've enjoyed watching the transformation and i think i have to honestly i think that things don't bother me as much i'm much more grounded and rooted when things go wrong i know who to turn to i know that i'm comforted i know that i'm protected i know that i'm being served i know that i'm being like divinely protected and guided i carry myself in a much more feminine way the way God intended. <laughs> um, I think I am much more softer spoken. I don't swear anymore. I don't listen to a lot of bad mu- bad music anymore. I don't. I don't listen to bad music at all, actually. Or just music that's like raunchy. Like the other day, I was driving with my boyfriend and I. Um, I, I got reminded of a song from this artist that I used to like, and I played it. I played the song. It was by Young Nudie. And like 10 seconds into the song, you know, I'm trying to vibe. I'm trying to rap the way I used to rap to this song. It was my favorite song. I'm trying to rap to it. I'm trying to like, you know, show him how sick the song is. 20 seconds in, we both look at each other and we're just like, yeah, no, it just wasn't hitting the same. And then we just switched to Christian lo-fi. It was much better, much better. Sometimes I get sad, you know, that like, dang, I can't enjoy the things I used to. But I think it's good. I think it's good for a reason because when your spirit and it, like when the spirit of God is living in you, you start to reject things of the world. And it, you're not even going to have try hard. It's just going to not be exciting and fun for you anymore. I remember when I started that to self or even before, you know, yeah, when I started that to self, I still miss those things. But now I just like don't miss it anymore because it's been so long. Um, yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of ways my life changed, but I had asked you guys specific things you wanted to know in regards to this topic. So we're going to take some questions from Instagram and yeah, we're going to see what you guys want to know in regards to debt to self one year later. So going on Instagram right now. Okay. We're going to start from the bottom. 
Okay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Were there times where I fell back and how did I pull myself out of there? Mm, it depends on what falling back like means to anybody. For me, falling back maybe may have been like, yeah, there are times that I have fallen back. Never mind, I just got reminded. Thank you, God. <laughs> um, repentance, repentance, repentance. Repentance is a beautiful thing because giving your life to God starts with, starts with repentance. It starts with you saying, oh, I am completely flawed. I need saving. I am so sorry. I will never do this again. And it is turning away. You don't go back. You don't repent and repent and repent and keep doing the same thing over again. You stop it. You make a decision. I'm not doing this ever again. I'm going to try. It's hard, you know, but try. And yeah, just asking for forgiveness and knowing that God is good. He doesn't hold anything over us. He knows that we're sinful and flawed. That's why he sent his son to die for us anyway. So yeah, just forgive yourself and ask God for forgiveness. Um, do you feel like everything led up to you pursuing God, like fate in a way? I think so. I think that there was a series of events that made me realize that I needed God in my life. And they kind of happened, yeah, one after the other. So I think it was inevitable. Like I was saying in the beginning, it was inevitable. And I just, there was nothing I could do about it. <laughs> it was like, your God was like, you're coming with me, bud. And I was like, all right, might as well. I mean, there's no going back. I've probably hit the worst point of my life anyway. So, yeah. Um, do you still feel like you have a fire for God? This is probably the toughest question ever because I ask myself this every single day. It sucks, you know? There's one, someone also asked what was one thing that was going to be hard that I didn't realize was going to be hard. And it is trying to keep the fire alive. Trying to keep the fire alive. There's so many times where I felt like the fire was burnt out. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. And I didn't realize that could happen. You know, when it, when it, when, you know, the change happened so fast. You know, one day it was like, okay, boom, I'm doing a complete 180. Um, the, the fire was so intense. It was like, I couldn't do anything but talk about this God that I found. You know, I've known him all my life, but this was like a different level. I couldn't do anything but talk about him and think about him and talk to him and listen to everything and every sermon and every book and everything. I wanted it all, all the time, all at once, every day. <laughs> and then, you know, you go to college, you start going to classes, you have classes, then you have work, then you have events and you have friends and you're just doing all this it was easy to keep the fire alive because in the summer I just secluded myself now I'm back on social media and I'm watching tv again I'm watching youtube again like so much can pollute your mind so early and you don't even see it coming like slowly 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 by the time you look you're like wait I don't even feel the desire to pray anymore or where did my desire to, like, where did the excitement of waking up to read my Bible, like, where did that excitement go, you know? Or I'll see, like, a sermon by a pastor that, like, if I saw a sermon, I wouldn't skip. But now it's like, mm, I don't really feel like watching it. Like, there's so many things that, like, will go through my head. Or even 
in my thoughts. Like when I start questioning if God is going to do something or God is hearing my prayer or if someone is going to be healed or something like whenever I start to question God, that's when I'm like, whoa, where did this fire go? And there's a lot of time where I have to reset my mind and kind of just go into. So I see this, I see God as like a little bubble and cloud. Sometimes when we're walking and doing our daily, daily things, like we can get out of it. Actually, no, there's, this is something else. This is a better analogy that, um, I heard one time. Let's say God is like a dove on your shoulder. The way the Holy Spirit came as a dove and rested on Jesus's shoulder when he was getting baptized. A dove rests on your shoulder. If you had a live bird on your shoulder and the bird was God and you had, would you want the bird to fly away? No, you would walk so cautiously, so cautiously to keep the bird on your shoulder so it doesn't fly away. But when we're doing our day-to-day things and we're making each decision um, and we're making decisions without God and we're not talking to him and stuff like that, it's like, We're walking fast. We're walking fast and the dove is flying away. It's when we settle down and we reroute and we're saying, okay, God, I need you right now. Like, please, you know, stir up that fire again. The dove comes back to rest on me. So what I do when I feel like kind of like the fire has burnt out, I just immediately play worship. Like, just start playing worship because Worship has the power to invoke God's presence. So if you feel like you're not really feeling God's presence, I always love playing worship. Or my other favorite thing to do is listen to sermons. So I'll just listen to sermon. Like Joshua Solomon always has the power to revive me. Um, Reread my past Bible study notes because I'm like, oh, I was writing all this down. I was thinking all these things like that's me, you know. So, yeah, there's many times where I feel like my fire has burned out and it is the saddest thing to realize. And it's really hard to get it back, but um, it's a constant daily thing. So, yeah. Um, Are you still in the process of dying or have you died yet? (laughs) That's a good question. Um, I'm in the process of dying every day. Like, every day I just there's a part of me that has to die and I think I killed it like two weeks ago why are you here again ah stabbed you know it's like jealousy self-doubt you know envy anger and keep popping up and it's like just keep killing it each day so it's a process all the time some people are asking friendships how did I manage worldly relationships and did I have friendship breakups and how did I deal with it um yeah yeah that was inevitable that was inevitable and it's really sad like there's a lot of friendships that like I just couldn't maintain because I I don't find the things you do fun anymore I don't find the things you say funny anymore And if I tell you that, you're going to think that I am annoying or, like, you know, party pooper or something. I don't know. Like, you're just not going to want to mess with me because I'm kind of, like, weighing on your, you know, kind of, like, just raining on your parade. And you're raining on my parade. You know, you're invading my righteous holy bubble that I'm trying to maintain. So it's hard. But, um... In the same way, what I said about looking for relationships, like what to look for in a partner, I think the same in friendships. Look for someone who is also actively pursuing God. I think that's when the true fruitful friendships can come. And you can see, you know, fruits of the Spirit in somebody. If you don't see them, you do not have to be their friend. But there's also levels to friendships. You know, like, I didn't have to, I didn't cut off all my worldly friendships, like, I still talk to people every day. I check up on them. We go grab lunch. We go grab di- we go grab dinner, you know, hang out, catch up. But I am not 
like calling you for like advice because you're not gonna tell me like biblical advice that I need to hear. So it wasn't like friendship breakups, but it was definitely kind of restructuring how I viewed the person as a friend, like how you know how deep the friendship would be. It it can be that deep if we're unequally yoked. So yeah. Um. What are some parts of you that you still haven't killed entirely? Um, hmm. mm. That is a hard question because I never know till it arises, you know, that I I'm like, oh, that part still hasn't died. I think maybe one of it would be gossiping. <laughs> I try not to. I don't do it often, but there are some times where I just enjoy talking about somebody else too much. And I realize in the moment, I'm like, okay, wait, no, I shouldn't be. Or maybe, um, uh, gosh, this is so hard. Um, (laughs) oh man, yeah, yeah, (laughs) because there's something I want to say, but I don't know if I should because I am talking to people and they're going to know, but definitely like, you know, sexual (laughs) urges, uh uh-oh, um yeah i'm gonna leave it at that that part of me has to die every single day and it does it just she got like nine lives i i swear she got nine lives i keep killing it um how did you or do you completely try to clear your head of bad thoughts or negativity in general I cannot completely clear my head of bad thoughts or negativity in general. I can't. That's something I struggle with all the time. I feel like every week I'm having a breakthrough of like, oh, thank you, God, for rescuing me from this negativity and self-doubt and negative self-talk and uh, low self-esteem and insecurity. Then the next, like, two days after, I'm having the same exact thoughts, you know. So I haven't completely cleared myself of negative thoughts but what I do is I like I said go back and read notes you know go back and read the word of God you know read the word of God pray as well pray really pray I try and submit every thought I'm having to him as many times as they come up my God I know we talked about this last week but I still feel like I'm gonna fail in life so please tell me I'm not (laughs) and talk to people talk to Talk to people that are going to speak life into you. Talk to people who see you the way God sees you. You need people around you who see you as great, as shining, as bright, as a light. You need people in your life that see you that way. Because we don't see ourselves that way often enough. And we need to. We need people around us that are doing that for us. And God is also doing that for us. So talk to him. Um... Did putting out your journey towards Christ on YouTube ever feel performative? Uh-oh. Um, not in the beginning. No, not in the beginning. Maybe, like, actually, not with the series. I did not feel performative with that to solve the vlog series. Because when I was in it, I was actually doing it because my skin was itching if I didn't tell somebody about God for two minutes. Like, I genuinely wanted to. I think it is the aftermath of that to self when I'm now born again. Everybody has seen me become born again. Not everybody. The people who watched it. Everyone has seen me become born again. And now people are like looking, you know. I I felt like there were eyes on me at all times. I felt like people were just looking at me intensely trying to see if I'll make a mistake. Or maybe... You know what, 100%, I think that was in my head. I think because I had outwardly now expressed that I am born again and I'm living God's way and all of this, I didn't realize the toll it would take on me like afterwards 
because I was like, oh, now I have to live up to the image that I just put out there. And people probably think that I'm like perfect and I can't do no wrong. So uh, it felt really hard trying to keep up with this new born again like image. And it's and I also had to have like a breakthrough with that because I had to realize like, no, I'm just like living life and people are taking things, you know, people are taking an example out of me. But they're also seeing somebody who is living life like someone who is human human um so at times it did feel performative but probably only on instagram (laughs) to be honest i feel like instagram is just performative for everybody so i think on instagram i felt extreme pressure to try and just be this like perfect version of myself um let's see i'm gonna answer one more question because this is getting long um, and then I'll save maybe some other questions for later. Um, okay, so some of the questions, or most of the questions I answered, but some of the questions I'm getting is how do I contain or maintain a relationship with God? How do I be consistent with it? And that's a question that a lot of people get, or a lot of people ask, no, not yet, a lot of people ask is how do I like maintain this relationship that I've started because it's hard to be like, you know what I mean? But I think of it as a friend. It's like checking in with your friend every day. When I wake up, there's like, it doesn't matter what I have going on in that day. I have to spend time with God for an hour. I just have to. And if it's like, if you're not waking up enough, wake up an hour earlier. Wake If you're not waking up early enough, wake up an hour earlier. Just wake up an hour earlier and do it. Like, I I think of it as something that is so crucial that I cannot miss. I cannot miss my time with God in the morning. Like, I can't. How how am I going to get through the day, you know? I can't imagine a day without starting with God. Like, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. If your father made a day for you, you would want to thank him for the day. And you would want to talk to him. You wouldn't want to take the day for granted. So... It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like, I have to have time with God. Maybe it won't be in the morning, but it'll be in the afternoon. I try not to do it in the evenings. Like, I have to do it early on in the day because then I just feel like, okay, now I have God walking with me every single day or, like, throughout the day. And I know he's with me all the time, but I just need, I need to be reminded. He doesn't need to remind himself, oh, oh, like, God, like, Karen is alive and you should look after her. But I need the reminder that God is alive and he's looking after you. So, you know, I need that constant reminder. So I just, you just, it can't be something that you miss. It can't be something that you miss. I used to treat the Bible like, you know, like a playbook. Like I can just open it whenever I felt like it. You never feel like reading the Bible. Like, oh, I feel like reading the Bible. Like, it's not like, right now I can say I feel like reading the Bible, but back then you you just weren't you're not gonna feel like reading the bible you have to, gonna have to make yourself read the bible and then when you're reading the bible you realize wow like there's so much wisdom and peace and you know promises and purpose in there and you're like how did i not read this for so long so i say to end this video what i think is crucial in maintaining a relationship with god is making time for him every single day. It's like maintaining any relationship. Like, for example, if you had a significant other, like, you're not going to go a day without talking to them. They're going to be like, what? Like, what? I couldn't just ignore my boyfriend for uh, 24 hours with no explanation. That does not make any sense. If your boyfriend or girlfriend is ignoring you for 24 hours and not telling you anything... Maybe you should dump them, honestly. And thank God that God doesn't dump us. But yeah, it's just like any true, meaningful, deep relationship that you have, you're going to be talking to them constantly. So always read his word, read his word, read his word. Try to cut out secular music. Try to cut out TV shows that are, you know, dirty and just polluting your mind. Try to cut out people that you follow on Instagram that are not beneficial to you in any way, 
horoscope like accounts that tell you oh today as a leo you are going to have this like stop unfollow them block them literally all these youtubers and influencers that are not feeding your soul unfollow them you do not need to be seeing those stuff you do not need to be seeing like you just nudity cussing just anything of the world just try and you know remove that you know and um yeah sorry i feel very passionate about this especially when it comes to music and social media and stuff you do not understand how easy it is for that stuff to seep into your soul and your spirit and your mind you think it's just a harmless song that i'm listening to like sometimes i'll listen to afrobeats like for one day and i just feel like something's missing because i haven't listened to worship all day like it's real and you can feel that way too just the more you spend time with god so make it a non-negotiable for your day make it something that you cannot miss and try to block out the noise from the world thank you for joining me on this podcast episode and if you're watching on youtube thank you for watching and yeah if you normally listen to the podcast and you just want to have a visual i got you we're going to be doing this new season this new era of the podcast bigger and better yes okay thank you guys so much for watching and listening i love you thank you for your questions and i'm looking forward to talking to you next week not you guys on youtube you guys on youtube i must be seeing you soon the podcast i'll be seeing next week i love you and i'll talk to you bye bye